Happy Tuesday, everyone. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. Uh, I'm going to plug our few events that we have left for the remainder of this calendar year. I can't believe 2023 is almost over. Uh, But tonight is Tasty Tuesday. Uh, It is... uh, where you get to walk around and try sample sizes, hearty sample sizes, I should say, of your favorite uh, restaurants, bars, and sweet shops throughout downtown. Uh, you buy 10 tickets for $25, and you uh, and as many of your friends and family as you want to invite, just at your own pace and in your own order, uh, just go and try those uh, various businesses and their samples Um Things like uh, sliders and uh, wings and all kinds of things that are available at the participating businesses. So if you don't feel like cooking tonight and you were thinking, what could I get to eat? Just jump on down to downtown Lakeland. Tasty Tuesday starts at 430, goes till 9. So uh, you can purchase tickets at the LDDA office, which is at 117 North Kentucky Avenue, right there across from Munn Park. And uh, just, you know, walk around, enjoy the cool weather, uh, make it feel like a, you know, Christmassy, cool Florida Christmas. It's uh, rare that we get to be cold in Florida, so take advantage of it and get your winter coats out. And then we have Festive Friday on December 22nd, and that is just an opportunity for you to do some last-minute shopping at your favorite downtown retail stores. They'll be open till 8 p.m., Uh, There'll be some musicians sprinkled about uh, just to add to the festive um, atmosphere. And there may be some characters, holiday characters walking around. You can take some selfies with those as well. All right. So uh, the show today is uh, a really interesting program. I'm so excited to have my guest here, Ted Hogan. Ted and his wife, Nancy, are founders of Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry at First Presbyterian Church on Lake Hollingsworth. So, Ted, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. So, yeah, I'm. you guys, you were a program at uh, the Rotary Club, uh, the Lakeland Rotary Club, that um, I guess it was a couple of weeks back. You were the program for our weekly Tuesday lunch, and I thought, I know that people would be very interested in what you're doing, and I'm sure that you've been around for a while, and a lot of people do know about you, but we have so many people moving to Lakeland (laughs) that are new to our area. I thought, what a great opportunity to sort of, especially during the holidays, because of what you do is so uh, such a giving, um, wonderful thing that you do. So enough with me, Ted. (laughs) I tend to go on and on. Uh, Tell us, Ted, what is Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry? Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry at First Presbyterian Church. Well, uh, 15 years ago, (laughs) this Christmas Eve, my wife and I were on our way home from church about 1 o'clock in the morning from candlelight service. The neighbor was putting a bicycle out in the trash, Mm. and I stopped the vehicle, and my wife said, what are you doing? I said, well, I think he's throwing that bicycle away. And I went up to uh, my neighbor, and he said, yeah, we've got my son a new bike for Christmas. And I had explained to him, Mm. I said, we're thinking about starting a bicycle ministry, collecting used and donated bicycles and restoring them to good, safe working order and giving them away for free to children and adults in need. And he said, oh, gosh, if you can take it, if you can use it, go ahead and take it. I Mm -hmm. said, well, thank you. So that's how it started 15 (laughs) years ago. So at that point, I took the bicycle home, fixed it in my garage, and we did give it away to a young, deserving boy. 
And then my wife and I got talking, and we decided that we wanted to meet with the pastor of the church. At that time, it was Pastor Mike Loudon. Mm -hmm. We met with Pastor Loudon and explained to him. Actually, uh, we took him to lunch. You know, (laughs) buying lunch is always a good thing with your pastor. Right, yeah. (laughs) So we took him to lunch and explained to him that we were thinking about starting a bicycle ministry. We wanted to collect used bicycles. We wanted to restore them to good, safe, good working order and then give them away for free to children and adults in need. And he said, hey, he said, if it's in your heart and if it's in your mind, he says, go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. So at that point, uh, I think it was the following week, we developed a one-page, eight-and-a-half by 11 flyer. We hung it in the church, and it was less than a week I got a call from the Children's Baptist Home here in Lakeland. Mm. And they said, hey, I understand you're starting a bicycle ministry. Would you be interested in bicycles? I said, absolutely. I said, how many do you have? Forty. Oh. So I went from one bicycle to 40 bicycles overnight. No place to store them, no tools to work on them, Mm. no nothing. So I went in, met with the church staff, and the church staff has been so marvelous over the years. They They have done wonderful, wonderful things for us. We're so blessed. So anyway, within the first couple of weeks, I ended up having two portable sheds delivered. Next thing I know, an electrician is showing up, and he's, he's uh, electrifying this shed with lights. So we work in these temporary sheds, and mm-hmm. I'm in there one day on a Saturday cutting up a bunch of wood, and one of my uh, fellow elders comes walking by, and he goes, what are you doing, Ted? And I said, I'm building a workbench. I said, we're starting a bicycle ministry. He said, oh, gosh, he says, I'm in the countertop business. He said, you just (laughs) let me know how much you need, and I'll bring it down. So from that point forward, here we are 15 years later, anything and everything has been donated, and uh, we're not in the church budget. All the bicycles are donated. All the tools have been donated. And uh, so anyway, we worked out in these two portable sheds one day a month. Mm -hmm. We meet the third Saturday of every month. And uh, from 9 until noon, and we used to pull the work stands out, and we had some donations of tools, and we had them up in the tool shed. And uh, that was going along fine. And all of a sudden, one Saturday morning, we had a workshop scheduled. And at 8.30, before we started at 9, I got a call from one of the volunteers. He said, Ted, I've got bad news. I go, what? He goes, we've been broken into. Oh. I go, What? He said, yeah. He said, the lock on the front door is on the ground. He says, and there's not one single tool left on the pegboard. Mm. Everything. I mean, all of the tools, they took our truing stand, they took our air compressor, they took even my spokes. And I'm thinking, who is going to need spokes? Mm. But anyway, uh, you know, I was so upset at the time. And I was working uh, at Grasslands Golf and Country Club at the time. And the ledger, we filed a police report. The ledger ran a little uh, report, on a little story on it. And next thing I know, all of the media sources within town got wind of it. Mm. So the church is calling me at work and saying, Ted, you've got to get here to church right now. I go, why? What's going on? <laughs> what now? <laughs> ABC, CBS, NBC, Bay News 9, Fox News were all at the church wanting to know about this break-in and and people stealing tools from the pedal power bicycle ministry. So it worked out great. I was able to do (laughs) one simple interview for all of those media sources, which worked out great because it was one consistent message throughout Central and Western Florida. Did you you have the 
big bunch of microphones in your face, like yes, <laughs> yeah, from all the all of the all of the sources. But as I say, it worked out really well because it was one consistent message to be delivered across all sources of media. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, if you could consider anything of being a blessing, as I say, I was so upset with it. I mean, it felt oh, like yeah. it, it felt like they ripped my heart right out. Right. But it was truly, here we're looking at it 15 years later, Mm -hmm. um, it was a blessing in disguise because we would not be where we are today without that robbery or that Mm -hmm. breaking. And at that point, this bicycle ministry went from a local ministry to a regional ministry. Uh, We support over 35-plus non-for-profit agencies throughout Central and Western Florida. We go as far as far uh, east as the Orlando Prison Ministry. We mm-hmm. support the prisoners that are being released from many, many years of incarceration over mm-hmm. there. And we also support the, uh, we go as far west as the uh, Joshua House over in Tampa, Florida. They bring bicycles over to us mm-hmm. and we'll restore them and we'll fix them and they'll take eight, eight or ten bicycles back with them you know, for the residents to ride there. Awesome. All right. Well, we've got to take a quick break, Ted, but we'll be back with Ted Hogan. So stick with us. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. Today, I am speaking with Ted Hogan. He is the he and his wife, Nancy, are founders of Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry at First Presbyterian Church uh, at, on Lake Collingsworth. And uh, Ted gave us sort of an overview of how it all began and um, was telling us about uh, a break-in that really was traumatic at the time, but has really kind of had a little bit of a silver lining to it and, and really helped you uh, grow the ministry. So tell us, how how was the break-in a good thing? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It, it was a, a blessing from above. I mean, if you could think of somebody coming in and stealing all your, your working tools <laughs> as, as a, a blessing, thing, yeah. as a good thing. Honest to goodness, Julie, this community and the surrounding community poured their heart and soul out to us after that break-in. Uh, I was getting uh, calls from all over, not just here in Lakeland. I was sending volunteer pedal power volunteers to Davenport. I sent people to Dade City. I sent people to Newport Ritchie, to St. Petersburg, all over the central and western area, picking up tools. And mm. so many great, great, great stories came from that. It was just, I, I know it was messages from above. Um, I'll tell you a couple of them. Uh, got a call from many, many women who had called me and said, Mr. Hogan, I understand they just stole all your tools at the bicycle ministry. I said, yes. Well, I just lost my dad, mm. and I can't think of a better way to honor my dad than to give you all of his tools to do God's mm-hmm. good work. That happened, I bet you, three or four times mm-hmm. throughout our experience once once the break-in happened. Another very touching story was uh, right after the break-in, I got a call from a gentleman and his wife up in Dade City, and he says, Mr. Hogan, he says, I understand you had a break-in at the bike ministry. Yeah. 
He says, I've got some tools, he says, in an air compressor I'd like to donate to oh, you. Oh, wow. So he says, I'm coming down on Sunday with my wife in my pickup truck. He said, I said, that'd be great. I said, mm-hmm. Can I, I'll meet you at church. I says, I'd like to invite you to our services. And he got down there, and he and his wife were Harley Davidson people. <laughs> and he came in, and he had on a leather vest and a white shirt. And I had to usher that day. And I had on my suit and everything. And I said, well, come on into, come on into church here. He goes, no, I can't go into your church. <laughs> I said, you sure can. And so he came in, and we seated him down. And I had a chance to talk to the pastor before the service. And uh, uh, the pastor had mentioned at the conclusion of the service that there was a couple sitting in the back of the church with black leather vest, and for the congregation to give them some love on the way mm-hmm. out of church because he just brought down a six-foot craftsman tool chest on ball oh, bearings my gosh. full of tools with an air compressor and with a brand-new bicycle. Mm. Now, later, I got to know this gentleman because he and his wife had invited us to one of their church services over in Tarpon Springs. And, but the story behind this man was that they lived in Dade City. He had to get permission to come out of Dade City because he had been incarcerated for 37 what? years. Oh, my goodness. And we went to lunch with him later, a couple of weeks later. And he said to me, as I'm sitting there next to him at lunch, he's, he's just pouring his heart out to me. He says, Ted, he said, that would have been me stealing mm. your tools, he said, years and years and oh, years wow. ago. He says, but, you know, during my long incarceration in prison, he says, I do have to tell you, every Sunday they would invite us down for the cookies and the juice. <laughs> he said, we always made fun about the cookies mm. and the juice. He says, and we laughed and joked about it, and he says, but all of a sudden, one Sunday, I was invited down there. He says, I have no idea what happened. He said, but I felt someone literally grab me by the shoulder, walk me to the front of the church there in prison. He says, and I took the cookies (laughs) and the juice, and he says, Ted, I haven't been the same man since. Hmm. So it was a touching, touching story, and it was just unbelievable. I mean, he was just pouring his heart out. He was crying to me and he just was so, so generous. Wow. That's amazing. So, um, you have volunteers, you said, that meet the third Saturday. That's right? correct. So yeah, who, we have, who are these folks? The volunteers come from all over the community. They come from some of the local bike shops. And by the way, the local bike shops in town support us in a big big way. There's Leroy's, there's uh, Trek, there's Bent Cycle, there's Road and Trail. They all support us in a big way with bicycles and they help us out significantly throughout the course of the year. But the volunteers, as I say, some of them are the mechanics at the bike shops. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them are people that are just interested. They're cyclists and they like to help Mm -hmm. out and they like to serve the Lord. Uh, And I think a lot of people like to be able to serve the Lord without going to a meeting and sitting in a meeting for hours and hours and right. hours. But it's people from the community, it's people from many other churches in town, mm. uh, from First Presbyterian Church, from the Methodist Church, from the Baptist Church. We also have a number of winter visitors that mm. also like to come and help out that are just here for the winter yeah. and have heard about us, and uh, they come and, and volunteer as well. Some of our other cool volunteers that we've got are from the local uh, mountain biking club. Hmm. 
There's a new mountain biking club in town, and they're doing an awesome job at, at getting kids on bikes. It's mm. a phenomenal thing. It's under the direction of Kyle Fedler, and they're doing a fantastic job with these kids. They've come and volunteered before. We've had I've had volunteers from Advent Health come mm. and want to volunteer. I also have a number of high school kids that come and earn community service volunteer hours. Nice. And when you have that many volunteers, we've got a lot of tools over there. <laughs> when you have that many volunteers, you've got to have some kind of an organiza- oh, organization yeah. to the tools because right. With so many people working there, you you go to find a half-inch wrench and you want to mm-hmm. know exactly where it is. So right. we have four sets of tools set up across the front of this 41-foot-long workbench, matching tools on either end with Americans and standard uh, and metric tools of all shapes and sizes, open-end wrenches, half-inch, three-eighths, uh, uh, quarter-inch, half-inch drive. And then in the center, we have park bicycle racing tools. So we have all the tools that we need there to fix bikes. The other nice thing is I got in touch with an, uh, a ministry over in the Orlando area, and he said to me, Ted, how are you buying your parts? I said, well, I buy them from a lot of the local shops, and they give me you know, discounts and so forth, and uh, it works out good. He goes, no, no. He says, you've got to be buying your parts at wholesale. Well, he introduced me to an organization called JBI Bike. JBI Bike is out of Miami, and they're one of the largest bicycle importers of parts in the country. Uh, The Miami Distribution Center is one of 11, and so we got hooked up with them. So now we buy all of our parts through JBI Bike, which works out wonderful. And my goal is to have all of the bicycle parts that we would need to repair a bicycle once we set it on a work stand. We work on fatigue matting. It's all air-conditioned, all brand-new LED lights. Nice. We are spoiled, (laughs) I'm telling you. As I said, that break-in was a good thing. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, we're going to have to take a break in just a moment. Um, I know you've gotten... You've gotten lots of donations. That's great. We talk about a little bit about some of the recognition that this organization has. When we come back, we got to talk about when we come back because we got to take a quick break. Uh, We're talking with Ted Hogan, founder of Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry. So stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. Uh, Today in the studio with me is Ted Hogan. Ted and his wife, Nancy, are founders of Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry. Uh, It is hosted and located at First Presbyterian Church on Lake Hollingsworth. And we've been talking about uh, the history of the foundation um, and or the ministry, I should say, and uh, what kind of... um, Trials and tribulations you've had over the years, the, the break-in that sort of uh, broke through and, and turned this ministry into the, the, the pedal power that it is today, the powerhouse, <laughs> I should say. Um, so, Ted, you were going to tell us, um, talk to us about some of the accolades. I know that the, you're, you're humbled just by the organization and, and the outpouring of, of love that you've gotten, but, um, you know, you've gotten some recognition yeah, we have been so, so blessed. I mean, I, I <laughs> we're so thankful. Um, 
a few years ago, uh, we do a lot with the homeless population. Right. And we give bikes to those in need of transportation. And when we know that the bike is in uh, being used for job purposes or for transportation purposes, we equip that bicycle with lights on the front and the back and also give them a good hearty lock. So when they leave the bicycle ministry at First Presbyterian Church and they ride off into the sunset, they're good to go. But they've got to use the locks. Mm-hmm. They've got to use the Oh, locks. yeah, absolutely. But anyway... Um, a couple years ago, we were called to uh, the RP Funding Center. We were invited as guests of uh, a member of our church who served on the board at the Talbot House. And uh, my wife and I had no idea. We were over there and just enjoying the dinner and so forth. And the next thing I know, they're calling my wife and I to the front <laughs> um, of this 800 attending dinner and, and thing honoring uh, you know, and talking about the Talbot House. And uh, they gave us the Friendship Award, mm. uh, which was a handmade award made by the residents there oh, at the nice. Talbot House. Um, but really, it's it's the volunteers that that make the difference. They they're they're so good about it. And uh, and then in 2019, during um, Bicycle Month, which is in May or yeah, I think it's in March or May. I can't remember what which month it is. Um, but during that month, I was called to the uh, Lakeland City Commission meeting and uh, was honored and received from the Florida Bicycling Association. Uh, Pedal Power was awarded the 2019 uh, Program of the Year. Wow. Um, and we were honored and humbled uh, by that as well. Uh, but the volunteers are, are what really, really and truly make the difference. And the volunteers, as I mentioned, I, I gave you the cross-section of where they come from and what they do, but it's the everyday kind of people that mm-hmm. want to help out, that want to serve the Lord. And right now, um, in the early stages, my wife and I thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great to be able to give away bicycle helmets? And I mm-hmm. thought, there's no way that we could yeah. ever afford to buy bicycle right, helmets for right. all these kids. Well, you know what? You want to be careful what you ask for, Uh, (laughs) because now I have eight certified bicycle helmet fitters within Pedal Power. I'm a member of the Pedestrian Resource Center in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. That's supported by the Florida Department of Transportation. In the state of Florida, the Florida DOT says that in the state of Florida, it's the third highest incident rate with pedestrians Mm. and bicycle incidents in the nation. Right. So therefore, they fund it. I went to training at uh, John Hopkins All Children's Hospital and was taught how to uh, properly fit a bicycle helmet to an individual. So now, as a certified fitter and a member of the Pedestrian Resource Center, mm-hmm. I now get bicycle helmets for free. Nice. So people will come to me and say, hey, can you give me a helmet? I go, I'd be happy to give you a helmet, but I need to fit yeah. that helmet. <laughs> I need to your you. head. <laughs> yeah, I need your head. Right. You know, come bring your head to me. You right. know, and we'll we'll fit you. So, but it's the volunteers, and they're constantly working. I do have a couple of volunteers that will come to the bicycle ministry. They'll pick up six or eight bicycles. They'll take them home, mm-hmm. work in their garage, and then bring them back. Nice. Once a week, and then at, at that point, and I've failed to mention that we track everything that goes out of there. We track every single thing that we produce and that we that we uh, we fix. Once a bicycle, a volunteer is happy with that bicycle and it's safe and it has a reflector at a minimum on the front and the mm-hmm. back. At that point, we will assign our own asset tag to it. 
We put our pedal power sticker on it, which made, which is made with a very aggressive adhesive and very difficult to remove. And then we also record the serial number of that bicycle. Okay. All of that information is entered into a computer. So at the end of the year, we know just exactly how many bicycles we've given out and to who. Mm-hmm. Now, we ran into some issues uh, this past summer giving out bicycles to some of the homeless population, and then they're coming back in two weeks saying my bicycle was stolen. Mm. Well, at that point, we had to change our process and our procedures, and now we'll give you one bike per year, and if your bike is stolen within that first year, I will require a police report. So they'll have to file another application for a bicycle, and then they'll have to bring a police report to us, and then that bike that will come in, and that will go in, and we serve normally first in, first out. Mm-hmm. But when your bike is stolen, we've already given you a bike. You will go to the bottom of the pile mm. because there's many other people that are still waiting right. for their first bicycle. Right. We'll serve you. Right. But it may take longer than what right. you would normally like right. in, in terms of right. turnaround. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mo- do you, you you inform them of this? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. So that yeah. way they are. A and little sometimes more they don't like to hear that. Right. But that's the way. I mean, yeah. we want that's to the, serve the many many people, yeah. and it's just only fair to those that have been waiting for their first bicycle. Right. But we have kids' bicycles. We have uh, teen bicycles. We have adult bicycles. We have very very few adult trikes. Three-wheeled tricycle, three-wheeled right. trikes for adults. Those, I think, go to uh, a lot of the parks around. I think maybe mm-hmm. the neighbors give them, pass them off to their neighbors or right. something. But because we don't get very many adult three-wheeled bicycles, but we certainly could use adult right. three-wheeled bicycles because we do have a lot of requests for them. Interesting. Recently, we also received a donation from the Polk City Schools of adaptive bicycles. What this is, is that? This is the first time in the history of pedal power that we've received bicycles, they call them adaptive bicycles, for special needs children. Oh, okay. The bicycles are built with a safety belt around mm-hmm. the seat and the backrest. The handlebars are all padded in the events of convulsing right. so mm-hmm. they don't hurt themselves. The pedals on the bottom have straps so you can strap their Mm -hmm. feet in so that they can enjoy the pleasures of riding a bicycle. Wonderful. One of the other kind of unique bikes that we got, this is the first one in 15 years, we also received a bicycle from uh, Polk County Schools uh, that you pedal by hand. Someone Someone that has... Uh, is challenged with using their mm-hmm. legs, we can do that. We don't have many of those. We right. just got a handful of them. Right. And um, so, but it was just cool because there's not any bike that we that we can't repair or that we can't fix. Yeah, that's awesome. And if the bike is donated and there's too much work involved, what mm-hmm. we do is we'll strip that bicycle down for parts, and then we have all of our parts categorized in tubs. We've got all the uh, uh, pedals, we've got handle grips, we've got brakes, we've got brake levers. I buy all new brake cables, shift cables. We buy new chains for it. We use a lot of car cleaning products. Uh, <laughs> and then once that bicycle is stripped, we will take the re- the remains of that bicycle to recycling. So there's not one single part of that bicycle <laughs> that we don't 
use, and right. we get a little bit of money to help us buy parts for others. Oh, okay. So you can recycle it for, yes. for cash. Yes. Do that. Oh, yes. That's yes. very interesting. Yep. Oh. So. All right. Well, when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with Ted and uh, talk about maybe some of the, the partnerships and, and maybe some totals of bikes, if you can share with us when we come back. We don't want to spoil it, so stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And we're talking today with Ted Hogan. Ted and his wife, Nancy, are founders of Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry. And Ted, um, such a great story that you have. And so thank you, thankful that you came to share it with us today. Uh, where Obviously, people can donate bikes. You can find them on the side of the road. But um, where where you you got some good partnerships that kind of keeps you busy with lots of donations, right? Oh my gosh, yes, we do. <laughs> you know, I, it never fails uh, when we, we when we meet weekly on Thursdays. I'll go in and there'll maybe six, eight, or ten bicycles there. You know, people that just donate, and it's a right. year round ministry. It's not just a right. A it's Christmas not holidays, time right? Thing. Yeah, yeah. But holiday is a busy time for us. Of but, course. Yeah, we have some tremendous partnerships and relationships. Uh, we have a, a uh, an unbelievable partnership with the Marriott Corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marriott Corporation is located in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. And about four years ago, a member of the church came to me and said, Ted, he said, are you interested in bicycles for your bicycle ministry? And of course... <laughs> I've yes. never, I've never said no I, because I take anything, you know. Right, of course. And uh, he said, uh, I said, well, yeah. How many do you have? And he said, well, uh, let's put it this way. He says, I've got more bicycles. He said than this church can hold. And I looked at him. I go, really? And come to find out, uh, he was in on the ground floor of establishing the Marriott Vacation Club. And every two years, when the Marriott Vacation Club in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina gets new bicycles, Mm. they donate all of the old bicycles to us. Wow. So three years ago, I get a call and uh, said, Ted, we've got some bicycles here. Uh, I got good news and bad news. (laughs) He said, the good news is I've got you... I've got you 180 oh bicycles. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, 180 bicycles. Go, yeah, that's the good news. He says, the bad news is they're in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. <laughs> oh. I said, no problem. Well, at that point, as I mentioned, I worked at Grasslands Golf and Country Club here right. in town, and I knew the CEO out there at Saddle Creek Logistics. Ah. So I went to Saddle Creek Logistics, and uh, they agreed to go to Hilton Head Island. In South Carolina, pick up 180 wow. bicycles for us, and then move them back here to Lakeland, complimentary. So wow. it was a huge, that huge, is. huge contribution to the ministry. So now we've got 180 bikes sitting in the back <laughs> of this tractor trailer, and most of my volunteers are starting to creep up in age, like mm. myself. <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of work to unload 180 bicycles. So we contacted the uh, Florida Southern College (laughs) men's and women's cross-country team, (laughs) and they have been so gracious to us. They come down whenever we need extra extra lifting power and extra muscles, 
and help us. So anyway, they met us there at the first unload, and we unloaded 180 bikes. And, of course, we store all of them up on a second story, so they had to, a little extra leg oh, room and a little extra effort to hey, get them up. But, get their legs working, yep. So these bicycles that we get from the Marriott Corporation, they're made specifically for the Marriott Corporation. They're made by Jameis Corporation. For those that know bicycles, Jameis is a very nice bike. It's mm-hmm. made with aluminum bearings or aluminum hubs, uh, aluminum wheels, um, and it's a very, very nice, very sturdy bicycle made specifically for the Marriott. And on the side of every bicycle, it says Marriott Vacation Club, and their brand is mm-hmm. called the Taxi. <laughs> and it's an orange bike. So oh, you nice. may see you may see some orange bikes down in and around town, right. down in Munn Park or right. down around town. I know I've given a bunch of them, and I've seen some down there when I've been down um, in and around Munn Park. And when I was at the car show this fall, mm-hmm. uh, a guy wheeling his bike down the middle and had our pedal power nice. sticker on it. And that Makes that really is the reward. Yeah. That, that's the reward when you can yeah. see people like that using them uh, on a daily basis. That's awesome. Well, do you have... Um Seeing that gentleman, is there? Are, do you have any other stories of people? Oh yes, that... yes, yeah. I have one that has stuck in my mind for years and years and years. It goes back to the day before the break-in. Actually, mm. there was a, a young woman that came, and we got her uh, four bicycles for her children for Christmas. And she said, when she came to pick them up, she says, "Well, you know what? I'll do for you, Ted." She says, I'll take a videotape of the bicycles mm-hmm. when we give them to the children on Christmas Day. And I said, oh, my gosh, that would be great. So anyway, uh, after Christmas, I get, a, I get a video from her, mm-hmm. and she is standing out on the sidewalk, and her husband is walking the kids blindfolded <laughs> down the sidewalk, and every bicycle, she'd put a big red mm-hmm. ribbon yeah. and bow on it. And there were four kids, and she came, uh, the, the husband came walking down, the father with the kids, and the woman was videotaping, and, and she goes, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> keep your blindfolds on, keep your blindfolds on. Well, all of a sudden, she says, okay, take your blindfolds off. And the kids whipped off their blindfolds, and every single kid went to the age-appropriate <laughs> size bicycle uh-huh. for their age mm-hmm. and gender. And the little boy throws his leg over it, and you can hear him screaming in the <laughs> background. He goes, Mom, this is the best <laughs> Christmas ever! <laughs> And when I got that video that year, it just brought such joy to my heart. Oh, my gosh. You know? So how many bikes? 15 years? Do you have any idea? Wow. Thousands. (laughs) Thousands. We started doing the uh, recording of them when we bought a new computer uh, back in uh, 2018. So since 2018, we've been recording them and and Mm -hmm. keeping track of them. Uh, last year was our most successful year ever. We produced 458 bicycles and gave them wow. away last year. And I think this year that we're on track to exceed mm. that number. Wow. We don't know yet because I've still got this coming week to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've got a couple of agencies coming in. And then I always hold back maybe six or eight bicycles because it never fails. I always have an and trying to service somebody, mm-hmm. everybody, up to the very last minute yeah. of the holiday. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how 
do you how does one receive this bike how do you if how one, do you know that their need they, they have the need how, what's the process through many agencies uh we provide the uh normally groups of bicycles and if an individual is working with an agency mm-hmm. uh the agency can simply uh fill out the paperwork okay. they all the agencies have the paperwork and they can fill that out and and email it to me on behalf of the individual if it's an individual by themselves, I require them to come to the church. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure, number one, they can get to the church once I get them a bicycle, that they're going to be able to come and pick it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I require them to fill out the application in person. And it's a, it's a simple application. It's a bicycle request form. Uh, and if anyone is in need of a bicycle, they can stop at the First Presbyterian Church main office uh, between the hours of 9 and 4, Monday through Friday. They can fill out the application, and then that application will go into the process. And then we f- we serve first in, first out with our bicycles. Mm-hmm. And do you have a pretty sizable wait list right now? No, actually the volunteers and the, the Christmas elves <laughs> have been working on overtime, Excellent. and we have been really, really poor. Actually, in the last, uh, in the last week, we've given away uh, over 80 so we'll we'll probably go over a hundred here by the time we finish up this week because I know I do have uh, uh, some bikes that are what we call easy fixes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In addition to uh, uh, the Marriott Corporation, we also get bikes from Walmart. Yeah. We get, oh, nice. Yeah, that are that are getting ready to uh, discard because right. they've come in off the container mm. and it's missing a pedal. It's got a flat tire, and oh there's no one there to repair it. So what? they were cutting them up and throwing <gasps> them away. That's terrible. So we put those yeah. back into service Excellent. real quick. Well, Ted, thank you so much for being on the show today, and I'm so um, so proud of you and Nancy and all of your volunteers. Well, thank thank you. you so much thank for you. what you do for the community. Uh, founders of Pedal Power Bicycle Ministry, Ted and Nancy's not here, but thank you, Nancy. Uh, we want to make sure everyone uh, knows that this is a great program, and you can certainly donate bikes um, at some point. You can get in touch with Ted. Uh, he has a great supply already. But uh, just want to say happy holidays, everyone, and thanks again, Ted, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julie, for having me, uh, and, and Merry Merry Christmas to everyone.